In June, Russ and I are heading to Alaska for the second time in our lives. In August 2001, we took a cruise on the Inside Passage and spent a couple of days birding in and around Juneau. 21 years later, for the first time in my life, I'm dealing with another kind of trip preparation. This trip is partly to celebrate Russ's and my 70th birthdays, but I've been dealing with a couple of other milestones, too. February 12th was the seven-year anniversary of my first heart attack. My second was two years ago. I've been on warfarin for the past two years, which should prevent an encore, and I also just had my five-year anniversary of being cancer-free. I'm still active and in pretty good shape. I haven't had any issues with my joints and still have no trouble at all carrying and using my binoculars and camera with its 100 to 500 millimeter lens everywhere. I have a lot of birding friends who were younger than I am now when they had to give up lugging a big camera or heavy binoculars. Some of my friends can't hold 10 power glasses of any size steady anymore. So I consider myself very lucky for an old lady. Some people insist I should never use the word old or elderly in reference to myself, but people who hear a negative connotation in the simple descriptive word old are hanging on to some pretty ageist prejudices. This birding tour will be low-key as far as physical exertion goes, except for one day on the pre-trip to Nome, when we take a long and potentially grueling hike on the tundra in hopes of seeing the bristle-thighed curlew. I've always considered myself a mosier, and birding groups seldom hike too fast, even on easy terrain. I've never had trouble keeping up with groups on this kind of adventure, and I'm bound and determined to keep this hike from being the first time. After my second heart attack in January 2020, I did a great job of exercising every single day via my hospital's cardiac rehab program until I had to stop going because of the pandemic. For months after, I stayed very active every day with my desk treadmill and doing weight and aerobic exercises with my trusty old Jane Fonda's complete workout video. But working that into my daily routine has become increasingly difficult as my baby grandson morphs from baby to toddler. I provide his child care while my daughter and son-in-law are working, a genuine labor of love that fills my heart with joy. But even the happiest heart needs regular cardio workouts to be healthy. My treadmill is at home, and I can't use it with a small child around anyway. I'm currently using Walter's morning nap time to exercise, but he's reaching that tricky stage where he's starting to outgrow the need for two naps. So my exercise routines keep getting changed, and I'm the kind of person who has trouble adjusting to change. Even though this part of my Alaska trip preparation is not fun, the possibility of seeing an amazing bird on the tundra is excellent motivation. And making sure I exercise each day is already paying off in how I feel. 
It's funny how many decades I've cruised through without ever once thinking about or noticing the physical rigors of birding, even when I've taken very long hikes all alone in such isolated places as Water Canyon in New Mexico and Big Bend National Park in far western Texas. I plan to keep seeing and photographing birds for a decade or two to come, and staying physically fit is important in my day-to-day life, even without a bristle-thighed curlew lifer to look forward to. Exercise is just one more step in preparing for a thrilling birding adventure. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.